we go. Are right, we ready? Yeah. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Swing Smarter Monthly Newsletter or the Swing Smarter Hitting Training Podcast. This is your host, Joey Myers from HittingPerformanceLab.com. And on with me, uh, it's always an honor to have Neil McConnell on from Max BP. And we're going to talk a lot about what Matt, there he is right there, about uh, what Max P BP is. It's, it's not what it was about five years ago. It's actually bigger. But first, I want to welcome you to the show, Neil. Thanks, Joey. I appreciate uh, you having me on. <laughs> we've had, we've had uh, webinars together. We've done all kinds of stuff and we've talked endless amounts on the phone. I think the wife, you know, the wife uh, is wondering if I'm cheating on her. Um, <laughs> but hey, uh, tell our tell, annual meetup at ABCA. Yeah, and, uh... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, tell the tell the audience what so max bp for those that that know uh max bp maybe they bought something from you uh, a machine a wiffle ball pitching machine back in the day um but that's not all you guys sell so what do you i mean you're doing a lot of really big things over the last year or two so go ahead and let them know what you're what you guys are up to yeah so and just to give you a quick snapshot that'll fold into that so we're, we're going on our 12th year in business when we started this, really, it was about having a machine that allowed us to get more batting practice, right? Mm -hmm. And fairly quickly, I hooked up with several um, vision guys. Ryan Harrison is one of them. Mm -hmm. his, his father, his late father, Dr. Bill Harrison, pioneer of vision in Major League Baseball from the 70s, yep. um, quickly helped me understand just how much more this product was. It's not about the reps. It's about the eyes, the vision, and the reaction training. And so that's where we really pivoted uh, early on and really focused on those reps that you get to work on your eyes. It's often an overlooked aspect. People are working out, they're eating right, they're taking BP, they're feeling ground balls and so forth. Now sleep is a big one, mm -hmm. but um, the, uh, the, the eyes and what are people doing on a daily or weekly basis to really uh, improve that sports vision? Um, and then take that a step further. What we've done over the last three years is really focus on the reps. So while we have this machine that throws a high velocity ball to allow you to have max reps, uh, in fact, I'd love to rebrand the company Max Reps, but Max BP has <laughs> we spent 12 years doing Max BP. Yeah. So, so, so we've been slowly adding products that are the best of the best that allow you to have more reps. And that's whether you're on your own, you're with your parents, you're with your friends, you're with uh, your team. And so these we have from the MLB level on down, we sent machines to Japan for both baseball and softball just a month ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have over 500 colleges, you look at the top 25, and majority of those elite teams are using our, our stuff. So, so yeah, so all of our the products, you know, again, you look, Compared to a wholesaler that's selling everything, we're um, really focused on those key tools to throw in your um, throw in your kit and allow you to get reps, whether you have people to help you or you're on your own. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of those tools? Just just I know you got a bunch of them, but say like top two or so outside of the the actual pitching machines. Outside of the machine. So the top, probably the one we're most excited about is the heavy swing bats that we added earlier this year. So heavy swing, similar clientele to ours. They've been around about 10 years. Um, pretty amazing start for them. They had David Freese, World Series MVP. That, that, uh, uh, that World Series, he had their bat in the on-deck circle. Uh, but this is a tool that allows that high, light, heavy, uh, light, heavy game bat uh, sequence, right? Working it off the tee and then working off a machine. 
And so they have hand-weighted bats that are going to help you build strength, which translates to bat speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also for younger folks that haven't refined their swing path, it's going to help um, keep a better, help them, re, you know, reinforce that correct swing path, hands mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's the one we're probably the most excited about. We've got um, a, another one that we recently picked up is the web glove. Have mm-hmm. you seen the very small, uh, I don't have one around here, but like, like re- the old pancake ones, but it's actually a web. Yeah. And this one actually, it's just attaches to these two fingers They're very mm. small. It's for catching small wiffle balls. In fact, yeah. it um, showed up on LSU's preseason video this year for their softball team. And, mm-hmm. um, but that's a huge, you know, again, to me, it, it's about the reps. And I feel like these days, whether it's the, the travel ball or parents thinking their kids going pro, they're just kind of grinding on them, right? As mm-hmm. and so there's some of that fun taken away. And so, to me, this is a great tool that kids can, you know, you can have a catch in a pair, and you're really refining because you're catching something smaller, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it just changes it up. So when you and I were kids, to me, it was about you know go find that shovel that was broken, I <laughs> saw off the shovel and, and hide the hide the broken shovel or whatever and throw rocks at each other yeah we'd work on a new grip yeah throw rocks or whatever throw the uh you know bottle caps Mm -hmm. uh anything Mm -hmm. um and you know and so we were kind of inventing our own games and so i feel like in in a bunch of ways we have to you know help the kids find these things they're going to get out and and they're going to get their reps on their own so to you know parents and coaches can grind on the kids all they want and there's great support right you don't want the kids to quit you want them to stick with it but Mm -hmm. but they also need to find that extra time on their own to explore Mm -hmm. and so again just about every product we have it allows the uh the athlete to to get work in on their own Mm -hmm. right and so a lot of times that's where some great development happens they're experimenting with different grips and and, and, you know, they can see the results, right. And they can make the adjustments. So mm-hmm. it's um, to us at the end of the day, it's all about reps and, um, and, and finding ways to put that time in. Right. Yeah. Neil. And, and I love that. And, and probably five years ago, the reps thing was to me was just like, ah, but they got to be quality reps, but the, the, I didn't really learn the lesson on that, what you're saying, until I started coaching my own son's team. So we started at the T-ball, you know, and, that, yeah. and then we did the last year was the first year of player pitch. So we were teaching them all that stuff. But when you, if for anybody who has coached a team, a young team like that, where you're talking six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10-year-olds, reps are huge. I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of, yeah, make sure you get your butt down if you're feeling ground balls and things like that. Or if we're catching things, there, there's little things, you, you know, you don't want to catch a ball like this, you know, because up where you have the, the glove up, if the ball's up above the waist, you don't want to do that. Because we always tell them what happens if the ball goes in the glove and then out of the glove, right? We want to make sure we turn it over. Yeah, so yeah. there's big things like that, obviously. But what I love about Max BP and the, the machine and the glove you're, you're talking about, is one of the things that we did, we didn't have the glove because I this first time I heard about the glove um, that you guys have. But what we did was we have a, right before we start playing catch, we have a little little drill. It's just a catching drill. So the no hand, like no gloves, they just use their hands and we have them do 10 throw. They, they partner up like they're like their catch partner and they just underhand the ball. They're not, they're not throwing it uh, from about 10 feet is the first the first one. So they're just underhanding the ball to each other. And, and the first uh, round they're catching it with both hands. 
catching the ball both hands 10 nice, times nice. and then we back them up so we, we go length now same thing they throw it to each other but now they're at 15 feet or 20 feet they're lobbing the ball to each other catching it both hands so they learn how to release the ball the right way to put it in a way where they the person can catch it because at first you know the ball's going over their head and it's going way over here because they don't know how to underhand a ball that's controlled right yeah, yeah, so yeah. we do four, we do four, four total phases we do uh, two hand catch the first one uh close two hand catch far and then we do single hand catch so whatever their glove hand uh is so for me being a righty my left hand so they can only catch it with their glove hand so they start it they do the 10 feet again 10 throws each and then they back up to 15 feet 10 throws each and they're catching it with this hand and and tossing it with this hand so we did that every single practice but like you're saying repetition it's not so much that you have to get super technical and specific uh, specific uh, specific about things but that's something that they can do just it's a machine that you can hit on max bp but it's also a machine you can catch it, you can catch things yeah. you can have it throw you grounders you can have it throw you fly balls with the, yeah. with the attachment that puts the fly balls and nothing's better than repetitions of fly balls trying to catch a wiffle ball that's not going to hurt them it's not going to give them a bloody nose or a black eye or anything if they miss it and it hits them in the face and it's just it's a such a, a versatile machine like you said it's not about Back in the day, like the uh, I can't even remember what the, the the first one was. I learned about you guys through the Sandlot Slugger. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, and then yeah. I came in and, and you you acquired them, and then you took their machines in and stuff. And that's how I came to you. But it's not just about a hitting machine. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, my uh, favorite pop up drill, um, and again, I learned that re learned this when I had my kids kind of running through the progression, and I'm like, <laughs> man, how come my kid can't catch? Or every time he, you know, moves yep. to the side, right? That's the mm -hmm. classic. Ole, ole. ole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, and then I saw this guy online. He was doing the drill and just tossing the ball and having the kids take it off their forehead. Mm. And it, he was using the golf whiffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just throwing it off the forehead. And that gets you in that position and lines up the eyes, right? So mm -hmm. if you're, the ball is going to hit you in the forehead. It's in the right line to, mm -hmm. to be in front of it and catch it. And you're maintaining that line of vision. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing. I've been. It's interesting. I always wonder as I'm explaining these things, because lately I've been working anywhere from, you know, the pros all the way down to yeah. you know, five, six year olds just getting yeah. started. Mm -hmm. But like the fielding, um, you know, and that butt down and aligning the eyes so that mm -hmm. the, the more that that ball's coming, coming, right? And it's in line with your eyes. Same with like bunting and explain them, hey, mm -hmm. hands way out. Mm -hmm. As opposed to kids want to keep that bat back, right? right? Or they right. move it back, but having it way out. So you've got that line of sight that's coming and, and the line is not diverting from this to this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's more of a straight line. And so, um, but yeah, and then just building up the reps, so it becomes a reaction, right? So yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, the, at the kid level, a lot of times it's going slow enough that they can actually think about things yeah. in the middle of a pitch. Right. But somewhere along the way, the game speeds up to where it has to be a reaction, Mm-hmm. But then it's the reps, like you said, that's the reps that builds that, right? Oh, yeah. It's that yeah. constant pattern of, okay, the ball's in this line here. And then, oh, the ball's in this line here. And I'm seeing it over and over and over. Oh, and now the ball's down here. It's, it's in this line or it's coming this way. Right. So they see this, that, that tunnel or that bridge over and over at different areas. Yep. And that's, what's going to give them at the higher speed level as they go up that when it starts moving faster, well, now it's not so much that we can see the ball all the way. Like you're saying, it's going 35 miles an hour and we can actually track it all the way. Well, now when it starts to get to 45, 55, 65, 70, 85, then it becomes a blur. It becomes a line. It becomes a, like we call them tunnels, right? So yep. then 
you've built up enough of the repetition to where you, you know, when it was slow enough where you can track the whole thing, well, then it, then it just does this. And then all you're looking at is you're looking at that tunnel. Is it up here? Yeah. Is it here? Yeah. Is it here? Right. Um, yeah. So I love that. What I wanted you to, to oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to add on to that. I, uh, ABCA, I would guess maybe 15 years ago in San Diego, saw Don Slot speak. Yeah. And he's got his right view pro. And I just loved how he talked about building the database. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Your brain and all these reps. And so as I've always taught, um, you know, or again, actually, I evolved with my kids and, and, and listening a lot more over the last 10, 15 <laughs> years. But like tea, tea work, I always ask people, hey, where do you set up the tea? And they set it up in that one perfect spot. And every mm -hmm. kid, again, wants to set it up in that one perfect spot i'm like great you're going to be really good at hitting that one pitch yeah <laughs> it's one out of about 50 or so locations in right. the zone right so we talk about battleship in fact we have a couple blogs mm. on our, our website we we relate it back to the game of battleship because you've mm -hmm. got this grid right of all these potential pitch locations or mm. there's that famous the cover of the ted williams book right and it shows yep. all the zones the green all the, yellow, the colored balls yeah right and so so those are the ones we want to work right so mm -hmm. um a anyhow and then that translates over incredibly to the max bp because mm -hmm. like they did a study i this might have been slots one as well or it might have been mike epstein at, at abca but they talked about hitting off the um uh, iron mics mm -hmm. and they had uh pros hit five six balls off the iron mic and then they covered one of their eyes to mm. take away depth perception yeah and they were still just crushing uh. so the point was there wasn't enough variation in location mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so it's the same as like Pitchers are taught you never throw the same pitch two two pitches in a row. Right. Almost no matter how bad the guy is. Mm -hmm, <laughs> two, right. Same pitch, second time around, the guy's going to boom. And so, um, so anyway, so the Max BP has got this beautiful variation that's working uh, around the zone uh, that reinforces that whole battleship concept and, and, and really building that database. Right. So. And, and also too, you know, wiffle balls in the wind. If you got, if you're in a windy area, okay. you're going to have that variation anyway. Absolutely. And so we teach in extremes. So when we use our max BP, that's one of our stations. We do our small private groups, right. Between two and four to six hitters in a group. And so the max BP is one of the stations. And usually I'll use it as like a righty slider for my, my juniors, high school guys and gals, uh, gals, not so much the slider, but, um, we use that righty slider because they're going to see more righty sliders and they are lefties, yeah. but you, you get all that movement. And so what I'm trying to get them to do is I'm trying to get them to see this, 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 this over and over and over yeah. and over yeah. again. So like you're saying that pattern, right? The other one we like to use is just the high fastball. So we crank it up the turbo, nice. we get it to where it's coming across their letters. And so they're getting used to getting on top of the ball. And what we say is hitting it through the tube. So imagining uh, the ball coming through a tube from the, the max BP machine, and it's coming to the hitter at a certain height that tube is, and we're trying to hit it right back through that tube, you know? So those are the two Love biggest it. ones that we use with, with max BP. But what I wanted to ask you is there's a lot of catchers out there. A lot of, a lot of parents with catchers, coaches with catchers. And um, tell me, I mean, you guys have done a lot of cool stuff with, with, using max bp with catchers what do you guys how do you guys use that you know um everything from just starting learning how to receive the ball right mm -hmm. to if you look on the website we've got one of the all-time great college catchers chelsea goodacre who played at u of a and played professionally was in japan this last year mm -hmm. professionally but she has this great drill that she did that was basically trying to get on the with the glove hand she would tap the ball as it mm -hmm. came in and have it hit home plate Mm -hmm. And so by doing that, she was getting on the outside of the ball. 
mm-hmm. and um you know but again reps 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 mm-hmm. so you know learning to receive learning to block we've mm-hmm. had uh in fact one of the I mean, and there's kind of just countless catchers from the big league level on down that are just trying to get the work in and and learning positioning, right? Mm-hmm. The new where they're starting with the glove down low and coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's something you subscribe to, again, how how are you going to get your guy hundreds of reps a day, mm-hmm. right, without getting beat up? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the benefit out of the max VP is the reps without the fatigue you would get catching catching the balls. Right. When you guys also have colored balls. So it's not just like the whole balls yellow or the whole balls red, which you do have, but you have split colored balls. Yep. And so one of the other things we like to do is we'll have, we'll do our drills, but we'll have a mix, like complete mix. Like you gave me a mix, but mm-hmm. then I even made a mix of the mix, you know, so we got mixed. <laughs> so what sometimes what we'll do is they'll have to say the color before yep. they, before they hit it. And, and if it's a two-tone co- uh, color ball, so it could be yellow and white, or it could be blue and green or whatever, they have to say the first color that they see before they swing, you know? Nice. So, uh, so that also with the catching can really help. Cause uh, again, you're, you're, you're trying to like the Harrison stuff, right? The eye, the yep. eye stuff, you're yep. trying to get them to identify and then make it. And it could be to where maybe they don't catch the greens. Maybe you have a mix of red and greens and yeah. they, or they catch the greens and they don't catch the reds, like red light green light, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you're making them make a decision uh, and ignoring one color versus being locked into another color. Yep. Yeah. And I would say to me, the most transformational drill with this one. And again, I believe it more every single day. It's incredible. Um, Cause as we get testimonies coming in and there's one after another kid, my kid swung and, and uh, miss pitches all the time. And now he barely swings and misses. Yeah. And, and we get those every day. It's incredible. And so, but the track and catch drill if you're doing that, so take the bat out of the hands, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're uh, in the hitting position, load, and then you're catching mm-hmm. left hand, catching right hand. You're trying to catch the ball mm-hmm. as deep as possible, mm-hmm. right? And and kids initially will want to come out front and slap the ball, mm-hmm. right? But then it's getting them to track it deep, getting them to... And then the second phase past that one is the track and decide. So mm-hmm. that's what the multicolors you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And so really what's happening in your brain there is it's, it's uh, differentiating between a difference in color. Mm-hmm. So the same thing that's helping you make that rapid decision, because then that's translating to a left hand or right hand or letting it go. Mm-hmm. But that's the same thing that you're picking up from a pitcher's hand, you know, a different release, mm-hmm. right? Different release point that might indicate fastball versus curveball versus slider. Mm-hmm. So those micro differences that your brain is recognizing really quick, right? This is colors versus a grip or a ball spin, mm-hmm. but that same thing and that rapid decision-making is, is, um, training your brain. Right. Yeah. And that's cool. And there's, there's a lot of different, if you, if you bring up the, the subject of pitch recognition, right. That could, that's different phases. So we teach my hitters that that might be like four different phases. So number one, the, the signals that you're looking for could be, the pitcher hasn't even started his windup or her windup yet. And they're, and they're giving away what they're doing. So, you know, I tell my hitters when I was in college, we had a lefty who threw about 94 had about an 88 mile an hour slider. I loved hitting lefties, but he was devastating to a lot of different hitters. And so what he would do is when he would go fastball, he would just, he'd get a sign and then he would do his thing. And then if he got curveball, he would take his glove and he would go here and then up and then go, right? So he gave it away right away. Then there's, they're in their windup. Uh, even before the windup, 
there's the pattern recognition of, okay, what are they throwing? What do they tend to go to ahead in the count? What do they go to behind in the count? What do they tend to lean on more? What, you know, so you got your, that's a big part of our, our homework. I tell my hitters, you got to be critical thinking hitters. So before that pitcher even throws the ball, before he even gets a sign, you need to have a bulk of information that you're, you're dealing from then wind up, he gives something up or maybe his release point, he gives something up, you know, he does this with the curve ball, throws it 12 to six or, you know, and a fastball throws out here more three quarter, Um, you know, he's giving it up based on his arm angle. We're not necessarily looking for detail in his hand, but we can, we can see this versus this right fastball versus here. And then, then there's spin, right? So once they get here, there's giving stuff away and then there's spin, right? You were looking at. Um, so a lot of this we can work on with max BP. A lot of this with the coloring you're talking about is ignoring one color, but hitting another, hitting another color or saying the color out when you're hitting it or, um, putting it in a zone and just getting the reps in that area so that you're getting used to that movement. Um, um, but I just, I, I love uh, being able to um, have that as a, as an option for kids, like you said, with the repetitions of it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, they can set it up on their own. That's one of the beauties, right? So Mm -hmm. in small space, incredible. I caught up with an old college friend who was with the nationals and asked him, Hey, have you, you know, what's max BP Give him the whole thing. He goes, Oh, that's your company. (laughs) He's like, I got, uh, who's it? Daniel Espinosa. He goes, he, he grabs me. And uh, we go down on the road games in the hotel and find like a room that's open and, and uh, he's firing balls at them and, and helping <laughs> clean up and all that. So I love that. I love that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But small space. Yeah. If you got a, you know, cellar I mean, basement. Yeah. Anywhere. Attic. Yeah. I mean, you can honestly get work in and probably 10, 15 feet. I'd like, mm-hmm. you know, 20 feet's a good space. So mm-hmm. yeah. Cause it um, has, I mean, how many settings there's like what five settings for speed there's, there's regular speed, there's turbo, there's, yep. Yeah. Um, you even have, I think fast to where, where the dial, where you can set it to righty curveball, lefty curveball, and then you got soft toss. And then you have like a couple other speed things there too. So, I mean, there's so many different options that you can use. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I got, I got a question for you that I usually get, and I've asked you this in the past is, uh, people will say, well, I got, I got another wiffle ball pitching machine and it's, and it's a lot cheaper. And what's the difference between that one and max BP? What's, what's the, the answer usually you give in that? Well, the most obvious is the velocity. So our exit velocity is uh, much higher than anything out there. So, mm-hmm. um, so again, so if you're, if you're wanting to set it up further away or get the ultra high velocities, mm-hmm. like we had, I'm going back maybe eight, nine, 10 years ago, Rolabanez, mm-hmm. uh, when he was still playing, mm-hmm. uh, I believe he was with Seattle at the time. And he was about to buy one of those tennis ball machines mm-hmm. um, that are, ten fourteen thousand dollars or something mm-hmm. and they throw the balls i want to say 140 miles an hour and uh, they require an operator they jam they have a handful of issues but they're great for training in fact if you watch some of edgar martinez uh retirement mm-hmm. videos he talked about his eye issues he had through his whole career mm-hmm. and that was one of the things he did to really put in all that extra work to be the hall of fame player he was mm-hmm. but anyway raw uh quickly you know got exposed to our machine and, and realized, gosh, this is going to do the same thing that, that, that ball is a it's fast, it's portable. Um, you know, you know, if you go down the list, so it's fast is the most obvious it's more durable. So if you feel it, you know, obviously there's a difference Mm -hmm. holds more balls. So it allows more reps. Um, 
the number of speed and the curve changes, right? So there's mm -hmm. on the pro model, there's three different righty curves, there's three different lefty curves. So I think we call it like slutter, slider, cutter curve. Mm -hmm. And um, what else? The pitch interval. So on the pro, there's a rapid fire option that allows a ball to fire every second. Mm -hmm. So instead of the fastest being three seconds, you got a ball coming every second. So whether it's a bunting station, mm -hmm. um, there's other drills you can do bunt take swing mm -hmm. um the rapid hand catch drills whether mm -hmm. you're a catcher right or even in the hitting position in fact that one uh sean casey on mlb network demonstrated that one about four years ago mm -hmm. um with the rapid fire um what was there was one other on the uh, testing testing do you guys test them before they go out a lot of testing mm -hmm. so yeah we're built we're built here in the u.s so mm -hmm. We do have, there's parts, you know, you can't get anywhere in the world, but China still, but, but, mm -hmm. uh, the, the build is done in, in the U S we hand pour our wheels. We test, there's multiple test spots at every single step. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, cause I know that was one of the big things with the, the cheaper model was that they, people would get them and they're, they're all over the place or whatever. They're yeah. not tested basically before they go out. Yeah. So the, the, um, what was I going to say? The, uh, that one of the other keys too, we've stuck with Wiffle brand balls. So those guys mm -hmm. are out of Connecticut, 63 year old company, three generation. Mm -hmm. In fact, our customers were amazing and stuck with us. They ran out of the plastic and they, they had empty warehouses for the first time in their 63 year history wow. this, this, this summer. So we were, we were rationing, <laughs> rationing balls, like we were <laughs> like saltines <laughs> in a bomb shelter or something, <laughs> but, but they, uh, they were, uh, anyhow. So that's one of the keys though, too. So, they maintain the weight, the size and all that. So, you know, people too, they say, Hey, these balls are expensive, but you know, again, it's, it's high quality. We say you have to lose them for them to become useless. So <laughs> they don't scrap, they don't dent, they don't ding. They don't, they don't have the little burrs that cause, you know, create imperfections. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so very high quality product that's made here in the U S and Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Um, there was one other, uh, one other difference. What the heck was it? Um, mm, I'll think of it. There's a lot. Yeah. There, <laughs> it's already a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a bunch again, it, it's high quality product and, and our, our, um, you know, and the thing we stand by is, is our customer service. So, mm -hmm. you know, we'll work with the customers. We'll help them through drills. We'll help them through setup. You know, and, yeah. Help them through setup and all that kind of stuff. So we've got some great new setup videos that are out on the website. So we pulled away the, the paper instructions a few mm -hmm. years back and went to an FAQ with text and, mm -hmm. and got a few complaints like, Hey, we're, we're expecting a step-by-step. -step. So, but we've created some really great videos, everything from setting up the tripod to attaching the pop-up to mm -hmm. just a general unboxing. And here's what you get. And then, and then the drills were actually about to shoot another drill run. Uh, the first set we did was probably four and a half years ago with a guy, Tyler Heineman. So mm -hmm. catcher out of UCLA most of his time at uh, AAA, he was with the Astros at the time. But last year, thanks to Buster Posey taking a year off, he uh, <laughs> spent half the summer uh, catching caught opening day for the Giants. And so cool. Just one of the more awesome dudes in baseball, just uh, as nice as they come. And and uh, he's just another I just fall in love with these guys that put in the work. Mm -hmm. So it's um, it's almost like when I met. Uh, Scott Hatterberg about 10 mm. years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I was more interested in talking to him about Michael Lewis and, yeah. and his spending the week with Moneyball. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ready for Moneyball. Yeah. But the one, one of the guys that was with me to ask, ask Hatterberg a question was like, Hey, so how do you, how do you, um, 
foul off a pitch and like managing it bad and just foul off and wait for the pitches. And he's like, I, I was never able to do that. He's like, <laughs> I felt lucky just to make contact and the amount of work I put in. And, mm-hmm. and when you talk to guys like that, that just grind and they put in the work, like, you know, again, if I had that time machine, I would have given myself one of these machines in the eighties, uh, you know, right. and, and, uh, I love putting in the work, but having the tools. And so that's what, mm-hmm. you know, I say kids these days, you know, and athletes in general, the tools at their disposal are just off the charts, right? So the science on eating and sleeping, I mean, we, mm-hmm. we, me and Harrison did a series of webinars when COVID started and, and I, it seemed like every webinar we did, uh, sleeping was coming up. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And, um, but those are things that we just had no clue of back in the, the eighties. So, right. yeah, we were, we were doing what, uh, the all outfielders combined sleep was like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> We had a game like that in college. Oh. We used to do a brunch on Sunday at Fresno State. Beautiful brunch. And, and especially my freshman year, uh, towards the end of the season, I played the first half of the season and then pretty much sat the last half of the season. So we were sitting. And so Sunday, it was always the rule. If you were, pl- if you were, if you were playing, you can pretty much eat what you wanted, as much as you wanted. Uh, if you weren't playing, you had to be careful if you ate too much that you were going to fall asleep on the, on the, on the bench. But we had one of those Sundays, the brunches, you know, the, we had our, our complete outfield and I wasn't one of them, uh, but our complete outfield had like a, a cumulative sleep with the night before. Cause they'd all gone out like four hours, <laughs> four hours of sleep. Oh man. <laughs> that yeah, don't I- do that. Yep. Yep. Oh man. Memories. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hey, I want to be respectful of your time, Neil. So where, where can people find you? Where the website, the social media is all that good stuff. Yeah. So maxbp.com. That's probably the quickest way to jump to our, all our social links. Uh, We just rolled out a new website about a week and a half ago, the fifth website in 12 years (laughs) and a lot of great content up there. Again, Mm -hmm. we're, we're here to help you get more reps. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we've got, uh, we'll probably have another cool announcement here in the next couple of weeks, another, another product that we're bringing on board. We're teaming up. There's a, the one thing I, I quickly realized as we were doing ABCA and NFCA and all these shows is, is there a few big companies out there, right? Like the, uh, Wilson's and yeah, Wilson who picked up ATAC and mm-hmm. Louisville slugger and Marucci Marucci since gotten purchased, but mm-hmm. Uh, and then there were just several hundred amazing small companies that had really, really cool products. And so, and were, and, and had a tough time getting visibility to the masses and there's mm-hmm. some real, right. So I, it, it's funny. I have a handful of friends always call me the gizmo guy. Like I've got one gizmo after another, but I'm always <laughs> testing things, Yeah. but I have a very small kit of tools mm-hmm. that I use when I coach. Mm-hmm. And so, and again, and that's reflected on, on our website. I refuse to take on, you know, hundreds and hundreds and just sell everything and anything. Cause I, I really believe, you know, you work on hitting, you work on the mechanics on a T right. Get mm-hmm. some reps there. And now you've got to hit a moving ball. And then how are you going to get lots of reps doing that? And, and we strongly believe max VP is the best way to do that. So, yep. Um, so yeah, thanks a ton for having me and, mm-hmm. and visit www.maxbp.com and, um, and reach out to us. Any questions you have, we got a ton of great blog articles. We've, you know, grateful for the partnership with Joey going back mm-hmm. long ways, long ways, long ways, and hopefully see you in person. You go on NFCA at that. I think that's our first uh, show out the gates this uh, December. This Vegas. time. 
Well, yeah. we'll see. I think I kind of want to see how all this political stuff pans out um, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. traveling side of things. If it's closer, I can drive probably, probably better, better deals what I'll do, but we'll, we'll kind of see on those. I will eventually get back out there again, but yeah, I can't wait to in person get together with you and, you know, not saying that we'd have one of those nights where it'd be four hours of sleep <laughs> <laughs> between us, but, but maybe uh, that might happen. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> cool. All hey, right. Thanks. Neil. Yeah. You improve also, you improve my uh, golf driving yardage. I, I think I had a good 30, 40 yards consistently. What thanks was the, to the, thanks to the belly button squeeze. Yeah. And, yeah. and well, the reason I, I recommend that to you, cause you were saying you got back, you had back pain. Exactly. Yeah. So the back pain, back pain gone. And, and I love how these things, they translate over to other sports. Cause I, when I was golfing last summer through COVID, I hadn't played in seven years mm -hmm. and uh, anyway, but, but uh, I love appreciate that. that. I, I, I love how these pieces come together. And then that reminds me too. And when I'm working with my hitters, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. kind of, what are they doing? Biomechanics. Beautiful. And you've got that stuff nailed. Exactly. So cool, dude. Well, Hey, any scratch my back, I scratch your back type of thing. <laughs> All right, Neil. Well, hey, have a good rest of your week, and uh, we'll do this again some other time. Max BP. <laughs> hey, thanks. All right, brother.